thank you for joining me on Living Encouraged with Eileen. At Living Encouraged, we are all about encouraging, inspiring, and empowering you to realizing your goals, dreams, and visions in faith, family, and career. Every message shared here with you is biblically based and will empower you with the Word of God. Hi, I am your host, Eileen Bocanegra, Christian life coach, Bible teacher, and author of My Journey with God. I am so excited to be sharing this encouraging message with you today. Hey, you guys, I'm so happy to be here with you this week. Today, we're going to be talking about the principle of self-discipline. Yes, self-discipline. Some of you may right now, as we speak, be dealing with self-discipline. You're really committed to achieving this goal right now and you're doing everything that it takes to be able to successfully achieve that goal and it starts to get difficult you start to face those battles that come with self-discipline hurdles that you're faced with uh my issue with self-discipline right now is with my weight i have been uh you know, trying to get into a healthier eating habit, uh, back to the way I used to be, trying to get over all that holiday eating and the the, the habits that I created during those seasons. Um, and I started to see, you know, okay, as I get older, which, you know, we're not going to talk numbers here. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and go into details as to what I remember growing up, you know, Kids Incorporated, The Love Boat, things like that. So we're not going to sit here and do the numbers, right? <laughs> but, um, you know, as we get older, uh, our bodies really change. And it takes a lot of self-discipline for us to really truly stay committed in taking care of ourselves, taking care of our bodies. And we sometimes fail to realize that, you know, when we create that self-discipline, when we we sit there and we try to discipline ourselves to eat better, to exercise, to just even little bitty things like taking a walk here and there, we we start to kind of start facing a battle if, if you, that's what you want to call it. Uh, it starts to get challenging and in those challenging moments, sometimes we tend to quit. Um, Self-discipline can also apply when we're striving to achieve a goal, whether you're writing a book and and you want to make sure that you dedicate enough time every day or every week to your book writing, uh, you have to create self-discipline. You can't allow yourself to be tempted to go out and hang out with your friends or go do something else. You actually have to stay you know, focus, stay on track with the work that you have before you. Uh, there's a scripture in 1 Corinthians 10, 13 that says, No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to make to man. Um, and God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted. And it goes on to say beyond what you are able. In other words, beyond what you are able to handle. Um, so when we stop and we look at those temptations, those temptations that steer us away from our focus, that steer us away from those good eating habits, uh, the exercising, whatever that temptation is, we have to learn to create that self-discipline to be able to handle that temptation and to stay committed with what we're working on. Um there's an inventor, a Serbian-American inventor. Uh, he was an engineer and physicist. His name is Nikola Tesla. And he said, I can only achieve success in my life through self-discipline. And I applied it until my wish and my will became one. 
it you see it's been said that at the heart of any successful person is self-discipline okay with self-discipline comes the willpower to keep moving forward despite obstacles and hardships like Nikola Tesla, we must also practice this very same self-discipline until our desires, our visions, our dreams become one with our will. You see, when we set our mind on a goal, whether it's to lose 10 pounds or 30 pounds or whatever it is, or whether it's to uh, work on that new career, uh, being back at school, whatever it is that you're working on, uh, you want to make sure that your desires, your visions, and your dreams, they become one with your will. Uh, Self-discipline requires a level of commitment. I, I talked about this earlier. Commitment. You have to stay committed in what you're trying to achieve in life. It requires for us to develop daily disciplined habits, habits that enable us to achieve success to create a don't quit approach that will help us to make the most out of everything that we do. You see that commitment level right there? It gives us that don't quit attitude. It gives us the ability to be able to stay committed in what God has put in our hearts or what desires we have, those goals that we have. And in order for us to stay committed, we have to really create that self-discipline that keeps us in line, keeps us in check. Uh, we have to create a pattern that leads us to a more rewarding and satisfying life. It, for instance, with me, I have to create good eating habits. Now, you know, who doesn't want to get up and have pancakes for breakfast and enjoy biscuits and all these yummy things? And sorry if I'm making you hungry while you're driving into work this morning. But seriously, let's think about this. Who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want to sit there and enjoy a donut here and there and you know, just have coffee and just pick up a quick donut in the morning. Who doesn't want to sit there and really savor that slice of cake at that birthday party that they're having at work? Who doesn't want to enjoy that? However, if we sit there and we allow those temptations to overcome us, then it kind of defeats the purpose of everything else that we've done, right? In my case, when I sit there and I look at everything I've done all week long and then come Saturday, you know, my hubby wants to go out. He wants to go out to eat. We're going to be out and about running errands. And it's just that much easier to get takeout instead of cooking dinner. All those little temptations create bad eating habits for me. So come Sunday, Sunday night, I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, why did I do that? I just totally ruined everything that I did Monday through Friday. Now, I'm not saying you've ever experienced that. But this is just, you know, from my perspective, right? But uh, same thing applies with the work that we do. When I sit here and I look at, like, for instance, the principle of self-discipline is actually one of six lessons that's part of a new Bible study that I am writing. It's an online e-course that I'm writing called Waiting on the Breakthrough. And lesson four is the principle of self-discipline. And ironically, as I'm writing Lesson four, I get stumped. I get sidetracked. I'm tempted to just do other things around my house instead of actually creating self-discipline and sitting there and disciplining myself and committing myself to the time that's needed to write this study. So I got so sidetracked and I started noticing that day after day, the days were passing and nothing was getting completed. 
And then I started to realize, okay, maybe my commitment level isn't where it needs to be. What do I need to do? How do I need to adjust that? And as I was writing the Bible study, the Bible study itself, this e-course was actually ministering to my spirit because it was as though I was writing from an area where I was battling. And I started like reading through the Bible, going through the scriptures. And, and then it's like God started ministering to me and saying, okay, Eileen, this is an area that you're not the only one that goes to this. And this is what you need to do. These are the principles that you need to do. And these are the habits that you need to do in order to be able to successfully complete this. And while writing the principle of self-discipline, it was like I was getting the lesson before anybody else. I was getting put in check and I was being taught something before I even could turn around and teach it to anyone else. And we don't realize that sometimes those battles, we have to overcome them in order for us to be able to shine light for somebody else. And in this case, it, it doesn't appear like it's a major battle that I'm dealing with. But for me, it was because I didn't have that level of commitment that I needed. Self-discipline is defined as the ability to control one's feelings and overcome one's weaknesses. Well, my weakness is to get up. I'm a multitasker, so my weakness is to get up and do all these other things while I'm trying to write this e-course. And I needed to understand, okay, you need to sit still and, and just write. You need to sit still and work. And sometimes, especially, you know, working out of the house and, and you know, it's just an everyday where I'm either writing, studying, uh, sometimes to keep that same level of commitment, it gets a little difficult. I get sidetracked and my feelings come into play and then my weaknesses come into play and I lose track of where I need to be and, and uh, I, I get sidetracked. Um, there's a definition that's on collinsdictionary.com that says the ability to control yourself and to make yourself work hard or behave in a particular way without needing anyone else to tell you what to do. Now, Having self-discipline and having a personal trainer, you have a personal trainer that sits there and they're going to tell you, you need to keep going at it, right? Uh, same thing applies with when I coach a client. When I'm sitting here and as a Christian life coach, I'm sitting here and I'm coaching a client. They still require this level of self-discipline because I'm not always going to be there to be whispering into their ear, you know, is this something that you really want to be doing? Uh, how is this going to help you to be able to advance in your career? How is this decision or this temptation that you're falling into, how is this going to better uh, your situation right now? I'm not always going to be there, right, to be whispering in their ears. Same thing applies with your, uh, if, let's say you're in CrossFit and you've got a personal trainer that personal trainer may not be there every single minute of the day to be whispering into your ear, hey, don't eat that. Hey, did you do, you know, your 20 burpees or whatever it is that that they that uh, they do there in the in, in those trainings. And whenever you stop and you think about it, you have to have that level of self-discipline in order to be able to continue working hard when no one is there to sit there and tell you what to do, when to do it. Uh, this morning, my son, he slept in and here I was on approximately five hours of sleep and he wakes me up. He's like, mom, I, I need a ride to school. I missed the bus. So the first thing I did when he got into the, in, into the truck, I said, Hey, how are you going to do it when you're in college? Let's think about it. How are you going to get it, get up on time and not miss your class in college? If I'm not going to be there 
to constantly wake you up. Now, I don't know how many of you are parents out there that you deal with this this issue where you're the one that has to make sure that your kid wakes up on time, they don't miss the bus, because maybe you work and you can't be there all the time to make sure they get on the bus or to make sure that they did their homework, that they completed that assignment, that they took care of that college application. We shouldn't have to be the ones that are that committed to make sure that they get it done because this is their life, their future. But as parents, we dedicate ourselves to making sure that our kids accomplish everything that that is before them. And at the same time, we actually enable them and we don't even realize that we're enabling them to actually take it easy. We're the ones that make it easy on them by being the ones that wake them up. We're not teaching them self-discipline. So this morning I told him, I caught myself and I'm like, okay, you know what? From here on out, you are responsible for making yourself get up for school, get to that bus stop on time so that I don't have to get up and take you to school. You're responsible. And I started giving him all his responsibilities. And, you know, he's all groggy, half asleep. And he's like, yes, mom, I understand, mom. And, and, and I'm like, okay, are you really getting this? Are you really understanding where I'm going with this? But what he doesn't realize is that this is a lesson for self-discipline. Because he needs to understand these things now so that when he leaves home, he goes to college and he's away from our house. He's not dependent on anyone else to cook for him, clean for him, wash for him, get him up for school. He has to be uh, independent and he has to rely on himself. <clears throat> he has to have complete self-control in everything that he does. And the same thing applies with us. We must have self-control. We need to learn how to control our emotions, how to control those discouraging emotions, those thoughts that have us yearning to want to quit because we've either become too impatient or we keep moving forward and literally have lost all faith. How many times have you been on a workout regimen? You don't see the breakthrough happening. You've only lost about five pounds and you're sitting there and you're like, okay, I've been eating right all week long and I've only lost five pounds over these last two weeks. That's impossible. And you sit there and you're like, you wanted to see a bigger change. You wanted to see your pant size really drop, but nothing really happened, right? Well, many times when that occurs, we get discouraged, right? We want to quit. We're like, you know what? This isn't working. I'm over here suffering for nothing. I want my Shipley's bag. I want to sit there and I want to stop and have my McDonald's biscuit. It, You know what? I'm so over it. I'm tired of yogurt or I'm tired of egg whites. Uh, you know, what we don't realize is that it's not something that's going to happen in five to 10 days. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. We're not going to lose those 20, 30 pounds overnight. It's going to take time and we have to remain diligent in the work that we're doing. So I have this friend, right? And I've been helping her with her book. And as we were writing her book, um, I noticed that her level of commitment just started kind of tapering down. And it started to get to the point where, you know, the words just weren't flowing. And after a while, the pages weren't coming in anymore. And and I, I started to realize that 
her self-discipline level was already depleting. She was no longer disciplined uh, in doing the work. She was easily deterred from her work. Um, she got tempted to do other things. And at times she even found discouragement, just kind of really hitting her hard. And one of the things that that I had always uh, mentioned to the writers is that when, when I'm sitting there and I'm coaching a writer, one of the things that I tell them straight from the beginning is this is going to take work, okay? This is going to take work. You have to dedicate time to it. You have to discipline yourself uh, with what you do in your days to make sure that you allot that time for it. Uh, it's going to take a lot of dedication on your part to make sure that you stay on track and you stay focused. Okay, because you will get distracted, especially if you're home all day, especially if if you're running errands here and there and this is what you're used to. And now you have to sit in an area and just work. You have to be disciplined. And one of the things that I found that is just kind of like me, where in the very beginning, I was so excited, so gung-ho. I went out, bought all this healthy food. I was ready to get on track with, with this new program and everything. And I'm like, okay, I could do this. I got this. But then what happened? It started to get difficult. And uh, the discipline level wasn't the same. Well, the same thing applies uh, when whenever you know I deal with writers. It, in the very beginning, you're all fired up. The words are flowing. You're now getting the story out. Your heart is full of this passion, this zeal. You've got that fire just burning inside of you. And what happens? You get writer's block. You hit a point where, okay, the words aren't flowing. You're not able to get the chapters going. You start to compare yourself to other people, friends that are writing a book. And you look at like, you're like, okay, why is it that their book's already done? I don't understand. Why are they publishing? And you're looking at everybody else and you're so busy, tempted to compare yourself to everybody else that you stop focusing on your commitment, which is your book. Okay. And, uh, I found that that's what we were, we were facing. We were facing now where the commitment level had changed and her self-discipline was completely out the door now. And she was just kind of wavering into a completely different direction and this is not the first time that this has happened uh with writers that it it's easy for us to become very distracted when we're writing and fall into doing something completely different um and one of the scriptures that i shared with her and that i often share with many people and it's i use the scripture for so many different things because this scripture really speaks so much i mean just volumes into my my spirit and into my heart but it's in second timothy uh in uh, chapter one verses six or seven where paul's writing a letter uh while he's in prison he's writing a letter to timothy and he's he's expressing his confidence in timothy and he tells him for this reason i remind you to fan into flame the gift of god which is in you through the laying on of my hands for the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. What I love about this scripture is how he tells him, you need to fan into flame those gifts of God. That applies to you. That applies to whatever it is that you're striving for right now. You have to keep that flame going. You have to keep that commitment level high in order for you to stay focused and on track. 
this is going to help you to be able to continuously move forward uh, by using all your gifts. But if you don't use your gifts, if you let those flames just die down, you lose your passion, you lose your zeal. So part of being self-disciplined is staying passionate, keeping that zeal so that you can endure whatever you face, whether it's writer's block, whether it's a discouraging number on the scale, you're gonna go past that, you're gonna push past it so that you can overcome that hurdle because all it is is a hurdle. And look at it like this, you're on a track right now, running around that track with hurdles that are gonna be before you and it's up to you to jump over them and not allow them to stop you in your tracks. Okay, so that's what you have to do. You have to keep that spark going and you have to keep that flame going and maintain that fierce flame within you, a level of self-discipline, which is required of us. And that level is what what's going to give you the willpower to push through every storm, through every temptation, through every obstacle. That's what you need. Um, so remember, as you continue moving forward in whatever it is that you have your heart set on right now, whether it's weight loss or it's writing a new book, writing your first book at that, uh, or maybe it's to go back to school, start a new career, uh, whatever it is that you're looking to do, remember self-discipline, it's going to uh, be something that you need to, to work on every single day okay, through daily discipline habits. So create those daily discipline habits, uh, discipline habits that are gonna help you to be able to maintain that same zeal. Uh, Self-discipline is going to require these four daily habits. You have to stay faithful, okay? Faithfulness, as Jesus teaches us in Luke 16, 10, where he says faithfulness, especially during those moments where we see minimal production. In Luke 16, 10, Jesus talks about faithfulness and we have to remember, it says, if you are faithful in little things, you will be faithful in large ones. But if you are dishonest in little things, you won't be honest with greater responsibility. So remember for every little thing that you accomplish, stay faithful, no matter how small that accomplishment looks, even if, if it looks like you just moved inches forward, stay faithful. And you're going to see that as you remain faithful with the little you're going to receive even greater success. So you have to remember to stay faithful. The other one is you have to remain obedient. Stay obedient to whatever God has called you. We must exercise obedience to what God has called us to do and not act on impulse by simply what our own desires are, especially when we're tempted to just give up and quit. Now, for me, I know that I have to maintain my level of commitment and I have to stay self-disciplined in order to be able to maintain a healthier lifestyle. Why? Because part of the result of that is going to be a health factor for my body, for my spine, for my back. So when we look at how does weight affect us? For me, I realize, okay, the extra weight has affected me in this area, that area with my back and, you know, so my energy levels. So as I'm getting older, I realize, okay, I have to stay obedient to what 
is before me. And right now what's before me is I need to be healthier so that I can be more energetic, so that I can have more flexibility. And I have to remain obedient in the work that God gives me. Whenever I sit here and I'm writing, I have to maintain that obedience. If not, I'll easily get distracted and deterred from my work. The other uh, act of self-discipline that's a, a great daily habit is take action. Every day, take action. It's applying the will to succeed in our spirit and continue working towards our goal. It's being proactive and diligent daily with what we have accomplished thus far. So remember, you have to keep putting action behind uh, what you've committed to do. As as I mentioned to you earlier about my friend that's, that's writing, um, when, when she stops writing, well, she stops putting action. And when you stop putting action, it's easy to get even more distracted and tempted not to go back and to just completely quit. So remember to continue taking action, even if it's just to write a paragraph or two, take action every day. The other thing is to always have gratitude. Be grateful for where you're at. Be grateful for the little. It's having a grateful heart for the little as we wait to be advanced for the greater. It's appreciating where we are in our journey and remaining focused on our ultimate goal. For me, the ultimate goal is is for me to achieve this level of healthiness so that I'm no longer dealing with the pain in my back and the soreness, you know, here and there. I want to have that that healthier lifestyle so that I have more energy. So when my granddaughter's running around the house, I can run around with her and I'm not going to collapse on the couch. So, you know, that's what I'm talking about. You know, you have to sit there. You have to stay committed to whatever it is that you do and, and just continue to press forward. So remember, you need self-discipline. You have to practice self-discipline in order to achieve the goals in your life. And one of the best ways to do that is to get yourself realigned and refocused. Whatever it is that you're dealing with right now, whatever obstacles that you're facing, stop, realign yourself and get refocused. It, it, Take time and, and meditate on God's word, meditate on scripture, and be reminded that, that God gave us that spirit of self-discipline, okay? He's not going to sit there and make all the decisions for us and constantly remind us not to do the wrong things. He gives us that spirit to do it on our own. So practice what God has given you. Uh, here's a scripture for you to meditate on this week. Actually, I have two of them for you. Second Chronicles 15, 7 in the NIV, it says, But as for you, be strong and do not give up, for your work will be rewarded. Now remember, if you're on that treadmill this morning, keep working at it. Don't give up. Just stay determined on what your goal is. And if you need to listen to the podcast every single day to stay determined, put on this podcast and listen to it every single day to remind you of that self-discipline that you need to maintain. And the next uh, scripture for you is Colossians 3.27, and that's also in the NIV. It says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. So that's very key. That's one of my ultimate favorite scriptures, especially when I was working, um, go in with that attitude like you're going to work with God. Like God's your boss. This is who's telling you what to do. This is who you're going to please. So you go with that attitude that you're working for him, whether it's you're writing a book and whether it's a Christian book or not, 
work at it as though you're working for God. If you're on a weight loss program, work at it as though you're working for God and discipline yourself. I love you guys and I wish you all the very best. And again, remember, practice those principles, uh, that principle of self-discipline, and you're going to see just how much further you're going to advance in your life. I love you guys and I wish you all a wonderful week. Bye.